You're listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. This is the podcast for the ambitious woman in tech who wants more and is willing to do what it takes to make it happen. I'm going to give you all of the tips, methods, and strategies you need to remove self-doubt, get over your fears, and build the confidence you need to live the life of your dreams and reach your highest potential. So strap in, enjoy the ride, and let's go get you everything that you deserve. Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome back to the show. So today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how to build really strong, unshakable confidence, specifically as a woman in tech, because confidence and feeling confident really is a wonderful, empowering emotion. And when we can put ourselves in this really powerful state. We can achieve so much. We can really just accelerate forward and really be quite something in our careers, in our lives, and quite frankly, in in any area that we want. Confidence plays a huge part in achieving what we want to achieve. And so I was putting together a little bit of a talk that I'm going to be doing soon all around building unshakable confidence and various other things that we'll talk about on this podcast. But I wanted to talk a little bit to you about it today. So what I thought we'd do is first of all, look at, well, what is confidence really? Because if we don't understand what something is, we can't understand how to build it. And so I want you to take a moment and just think about what confidence means to you, first of all. And what does a lack of confidence stop you from doing in life? Just consider that for a moment because we need to understand where we are now and where we want to be in the future to break through this thing anyway. So as we go through this this podcast today, just be thinking about what a lack of confidence is stopping you from doing. Get yourself in that headspace right now. Okay, we'll come back to this as we go forward. And so let's go back to what confidence is. So confidence, I think, personally, as someone who is quite honestly now a very, very confident person, there is not a lot that I feel unconfident about. And the reason for that is because I know how to manage those feelings, those thoughts, and those emotions. But this has come over time, right? Because when I was younger... I certainly was not confident at all. I mean, when I was a child, you could not get me to speak in a room or in a conversation. You know, I was definitely very shy, very retiring. And when I say that to people now, they just laugh at me and look at me like I've got two heads because it sounds absolutely ridiculous. Because if you knew me personally, you would know that I am the first one to put my opinion forward, first one to speak up in a meeting, first one to go for an opportunity. But I want you to know that this was built and it was cultivated over time. And I want to talk to you a little bit about how I went about doing that. Okay, so here's the deal. Confidence is, I don't think, at first, real, right? Confidence does not exist because what we need to understand is that confidence comes from doing something multiple times. It comes from a belief that we are able to carry out an activity 
or see something through successfully. And the only way we can really know that for sure is it if we've done it before, right? We can definitely trick ourselves into believing it and we'll go through some of the ways that we can handle that and do that to make ourselves feel more confident. But I want you to know if you've never done something before, you won't be able to feel confident in that thing because you've never done it before. Your brain quite simply doesn't believe that you can conduct it yet. So we need to understand that first of all. So what we're actually looking for is not confidence at first. It is bravery. Okay. And one of my favorite sayings is, and I can't even remember where this came from. So if anyone knows, let me know. (laughs) But it is, if you can't find the confidence, find the courage. And so what we have to look for is actually the bravery and the courage to start and begin and to, in a way, believe that pull on other experiences to believe that we can be successful at whatever we want to do, whether that is achieve a new promotion, go for a different job, live a completely different life, side tangent, but I now live completely nomadically. I travel the world as an independent consultant in technology and that took a lot of of bravery. You know, I wasn't confident that I would be able to pull that off. You know, I came out of corporate and had to go after that. So in order to achieve whatever we want to achieve, confidence and bravery plays a big part in that. And so I want to break down some of the hows for you today about how you can actually build confidence. So first of all, like I said, we need to understand that we're not trying to really build confidence at first. We're trying to be brave. So how do you be brave? (laughs) Right. So the first thing we need to handle and what we've already spoken about already is that we need to understand where we are right now and where we want to be in the future. Because for you to be brave, for you to actually take the action required to get you from where you are to where you want to be in the future, what you actually need to do is understand that where you are right now is causing you a degree of pain, right? And it it might not be physical pain, <laughs> but it is causing you pain in some way. So for me, when I was in corporate, it was okay, is the answer. You know, I was I was doing well by normal standards. I was climbing the career ladder. I was very much on a on a track to success. There was no doubt about that, that if I'd stayed in corporate, I worked for a, a very large consulting company, I would have done well. But what happened was that I looked at everyone around me in senior leadership positions, who at the time were all men, some of them great, some of them not so great. It was an interesting environment that I will talk about in in a separate episode. But what happened was that I looked around and I looked at their lives and I looked at them slogging away all the time for, in my opinion, not much reward because I was judging success on, yes, financial success was very important to me then. It is still now, but I think about success slightly differently. I looked at their family lives and they weren't spending any time with family. It wasn't really a concept (laughs) that existed. You know, it was all about work, all about everything we're doing. And I realized that even though it would be easy for me to move through that career path, I didn't want it. And what I really wanted was a life where I felt free 
to do whatever I wanted to do, to earn as much as I wanted to earn, to travel where I wanted to travel to, to feel fulfilled, to have a family, to have wonderful friendships, all of the things that are very much in my life or calling into my life right now. And my point is that I realized that where I was in that consulting situation was causing me pain because I was not free to do what I wanted to do. My relationships were suffering. My health was suffering because I was working all hours under the sun. And I quite frankly was just not becoming who I wanted to become. I was climbing the wrong ladder (laughs) to get to where I wanted to go. So a wonderful path, but just not my path. So nothing against that. If that is where you want to go, all for it, but it was not my path. And so what I had to understand was, okay, well, this is where I am right now, but where do I want to be in the future? And so for me, my future was that this environment that I am living right now, this environment where I'm running my own business, I have absolute freedom. I work with clients that I love and have wonderful friendships and relationships. And so I had to think about, okay, where did I want to get to? And then I had to understand, well, and this is important, what was holding me back from getting to where I wanted to get to? And there are the practical steps around that, that, well, I had to go and set up a business. I had to go and do those things. But before I could even tackle any of those things, I had to find the courage and the bravery to do that. And so what I had to do was look at my limiting beliefs around things and understand that perhaps some of the things that I was telling myself weren't necessarily true. So for example, what I would do (laughs) is I would say, oh, I really want these things. I really want to have my own business. I really want to set up by myself, but I can't because of X, Y, Z, because it's too difficult, because where will my clients come from? Because I don't know, any excuse that you can think about, any belief that was not serving me, that you can think about. And I had to say, well, is this ultimately true? So what I want you to do, put yourself in this situation, understand where you are right now, where you want to be, and understand any beliefs that aren't serving you. Okay, so get out your your notepad and pen and just write them down, free write anything that is stopping you from getting to where you want to be. And then I want you to question whether those beliefs are actually true because nine times out of 10, they are not, right? In fact, no limiting belief is fucking true, okay? You get to a point where you realize that. But first of all, you have to, you know, get to that point where I'm at right now. So get out your pen, write down all your limiting beliefs and understand what's in your head right now. What is actually stopping you from being where you want to be? Then I want you to, under each belief, say, is this ultimately true? And then I want you to rewrite the story, Okay. And what I want you to do is turn that into a more empowering story for yourself. So if it's perhaps you are looking for your next promotion, right? You're looking to move into the next level of your career and you write down your limiting belief that is, I can't because X, Y, Z. I can't because there are only so many promotion opportunities available, for example, or I can't because I don't have X qualification, right? I want you to then flip that on its head and say, well, is this ultimately true? Is it ultimately true that there are not enough opportunities for promotion available? 
And firstly, if you're in an organization, if you are good enough and they want to keep you enough, they will find a way to promote you. Okay. So understand that if it's very, very rare that they wouldn't do that if you, you know, if you were really good enough for that job. I mean, you're good enough, but if you are, if you had, you know, if they were worried about losing you and then if they are worried about losing you, well, who gives a shit, right? In that, in that respect, then it's time to potentially think about looking for other positions. Is there something in another company that's more suitable for me? Is there something else? There's always a way out. So what I want you to look at is, well, is this belief actually that I have right now, firstly, ultimately true? And is it serving me? right? Because even if it is true in some regard, then if it is not serving your higher purpose, if it's not serving the vision of who you want to be in the future, then I suggest you get rid of it anyway. Because our limiting beliefs and our disempowering beliefs are what will absolutely hold us back from being what we want to be. So what we're looking to do is to rewire our entire thought patterns. Because once we do this, we will be able to move into our next level of success. Okay. Is it ultimately true? Is it empowering? Is it serving me? And if the answer is no to any of those things, you need to change that belief. Okay. So I want you to now, under all of those beliefs, look at them and say, okay, they're not ultimately true. What's a new empowering way of thinking? Well, a new empowering way of thinking might be, so if we go back to what we were saying before about you have a belief around there not being enough promotion opportunities at the moment. So a new empowering belief might be, I am worthy of promotion. I am worthy of success. I am the one that gets promoted. I am the exception to the rule, right? These things are much more powerful in moving you forward. You know, if a negative belief system, a limiting belief system will keep you small, an empowering belief system will make you big, okay? Big and strong and powerful and confident. And this is how we start building confidence before we actually have confidence, if that makes sense. So we get ourselves to be brave. And so I want you to go through that whole list and rewrite the story. What is more empowering for you? What I then want you to do is affirm these beliefs every single day. I want you to say them to yourself every single day and understand that the more your brain hears this, the more true it will become. It will simply just believe that this is the case. And you will start acting in line with the person who is actually the person that will get promoted, okay? The person that is your future self, so to speak, and that will ultimately get you to where you want to be, whether that is in your current job, whether you have to change companies, whatever that is, you will find a way and your brain will find a way to get you into that position. Okay, so that's the first thing I want you to do is understand where you are, where you want to be, rewrite the limiting beliefs and create a new, more empowering story and belief system for yourself that will ultimately support you and your future success. The second thing I want you to do is to create a list of all of your previous achievements. So all the times that you've done something difficult before and that you've succeeded, right? I don't care whether this is in your career, in your personal life, if it's in school, perhaps, you know, there are times in all of our lives where we have done things that have, we've shocked ourselves. We were like, wow, I really did not know that I was capable of doing that. 
and you have achieved it and you are in a position today where you've accomplished that. So write out a list of all of those things for me and keep them to the side because what you can do whenever you feel a little bit uncomfortable or nervous, you can pull back and take a look at that list and say, you know what? I did these things before. I can be brave again. And what I really want you to do if you're struggling to embody that and feel it, because sometimes it can be difficult, I want you to sit and close your eyes for a moment and really feel it. So feel the time and how good it felt to succeed, right? When you didn't think you were going to be able to. And I want you to embody that in your physical form, in your body, and bring it to the surface because that will allow you to be instantly empowered to be able to go into a new situation. So this this way of thinking and this way of embodying the feeling of success is really useful in quick fire situations because we don't always have the time to write out our beliefs and rewire our belief system in the moment, right? If we're going to a meeting perhaps or something where we need to be more confident right now. So that is a really helpful method for very quickly, a few seconds, feeling into some of those past achievements. Wow, I did it. Feel it in my bones, feel it in my body. It will give you a boost to move forward. Okay, so the final thing that we'll discuss today, final method for rapidly building a little bit more confidence or bravery is that what we can also do, and this is, um, I don't usually talk about this. This is a bit embarrassing for me, but I'm going to do it anyway, is that when I was first in industry, so when I first started as a strategy consultant, digital transformation strategy consultant in corporate, there were situations where I did not feel very confident. I come from a very working class background no one that I went to, certainly did my master's with, went to, everyone went to private school or public school. No one came from state school at all, apart from me. And as I moved into industry, into corporate, this was certainly a narrative that was playing in my head of being, well, you know, I'm from a very different background. Everyone knows more than me, which is, you know, absolutely rubbish, isn't it? But that's what I was thinking at the time. And so what I did, because the situation was that that obviously I was there because I was good enough, right? but I didn't quite believe it myself. And so some of the situations were that I would have to have very serious client conversations with CIOs, CEOs of, of large organizations around strategies that we were creating. And one time I had to go into a bank, into finance, and finance is not necessarily my industry <laughs> anyway. So I'm not sure how I ended up in that situation. I think just a warm body at the time, if I'm honest. But I had to present to a very senior stakeholder and I was terrified. I remember I was getting the tube through London on the way to this bank and I was absolutely bloody terrified. And what I decided to do in that moment was create a persona for myself. Because what I thought was that, well, I can't, if I can't do this as me, who would the person that is able to handle this conversation be? What are they like? What do they think? What do they look like? What do they dress like? What do they, how would they act in this situation? And I created this incredible persona of this woman who 
was able to show up in this situation. Someone, and in my head, I was like, well, she's done this a hundred times before. She is very confident. She comes from an incredibly wealthy background and she this is what her life has been like and I really put myself in her shoes and I was like well how would she show up well she would show up as confident she would show up as someone with authority able to handle this conversation and what interestingly what happened was that first of all this worked very well so as I walked into this organization I embodied being this person in my head I just breathed into it and um, instantly I was like okay I am going to act as this person for now no one knew right it's not something that you share with people obviously because they bang you up (laughs) but I knew and I was like okay I'm going to be this person just for just for this meeting let me be this person and do you know what that meeting went incredibly well it was so wonderful because what I was able to do is let go of everything that I had that was holding me back in my mind and just let go and step into something else. And so I put on that person. I literally put it on (laughs) every time I went into a meeting such as that, where I felt not quite confident enough to be there as myself at the time. And interestingly, what happened over time was that I became that person and I didn't need her anymore because what we spoke about at the start of this episode and to bring it back full circle was that I became confident because actually I had been in that situation then multiple times. I had essentially become this person, this person that was confident in her ability to show up in in these meetings because she had done it multiple times. I became authoritative in what I had to say. And of course, you know, I didn't have the same background as this person or whatever, but it didn't really matter anymore because I was able to just be me. And those two people, the persona and myself, became the same person. And that's who I am today. That is how I interact in the world, how I interact with my clients and with anyone that I come into contact with. And it just became me. So I want you to think about that. And it might seem funny. It might feel like a funny thing to do, but it works. And I have taught this to other people who I have mentored and who I have line managed in the past in very similar situations who have come out of university and felt nervous or, you know, whatever it is for you. And it has worked an absolute treat for them because it just takes the pressure off you, allows you to be someone completely different just for a few minutes. But then after time, you will be able to move into being that person. So I'm going to leave you with that today. There we had three wonderful tips for increasing your confidence. And I'll just recap them very quickly for you. So we had identifying where you are, where you want to be, and the limiting beliefs and limiting stories that are holding you back. And then rewriting those stories to make you much more empowered and over time creating a really solid belief system for whatever it is that you want to achieve, a confident belief system. The second one was make a list of all your previous achievements. Essentially, understand all the times that you have succeeded before and then feel into those emotions just before you're about to do something that you feel a little bit nervous about. And then the final thing that we just mentioned just now is put on your persona. Think about it. Take it away. Draft out someone who you think would be perfect for whatever it is that you want to do and then just become that person. And before you know it, you will actually be 
the person that you want to be. So good luck, take care, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thanks for listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. If you'd like to get your hands on my incredible and absolutely free 100 resources to empower women in tech guide, which by the way, is packed to the brim with all of the top networks, events, podcasts and books, oh, and influencers you need to follow right now, then all you need to do is go to charlottefuller.com and click the link at the top of the page. Or you can just use the link in the show notes. Super, super simple. I look forward to seeing you next time. All my love and confidence, Charlotte.